0: hi lovely people welcome back to the free to be podcast if this is your first time listening i'm extra excited to welcome you to our community thank you all for being here it is so surreal to me to know that my voice is coming out of your airpods on your hot girl walks or while you make soup shout out to carly because that dm sincerely made my day thank you all for the love you've shown kayleen and i's episode I genuinely had so much fun recording with her and the kind words and amazing feedback have been the absolute cherry on top i'm so excited for this week's episode because today i'm being joined by one of my very best friends katie malone katie is a senior at the university of pittsburgh studying rehab science on the pre-pt track and she'll be continuing her studies at the University of Delaware, where she's receiving her doctorate of physical therapy. Kat, I have to just aside, I'm so freaking proud of you. I know that acceptance has been genuinely years in the making, and there's just no one who deserves it more. At Pitt, Katie's a member of Chi Omega Sorority and Place Called the Cross. I've had the pleasure of being her friend since our freshman year of high school. We were in the same homeroom. Shout out, Mrs. Thurston and shared a schedule. I'm going to spare you all the details of our many, many freshman year and all of high school and on inside jokes, but there's genuinely no one who can make me quite laugh quite as hard as this girl right here. Katie has undoubtedly also been one of my biggest supporters throughout my entire journey with Free To Be Fee and writing and just this podcast. So I've already, it's written in the stars that she's going to be the dedication to the book I one day write and publish, manifesting that. Um, But yeah, I'm just so grateful to share her light and presence with all of you. So thank you so much for being here, Katie.
1: I'm so excited. Oh my gosh, I have been dying to come on this podcast. The, like, I adore this podcast and your episode with Iz, your episode with Kayleen, like, everything has been amazing I, like, the girls in my sorority reached out over the summer, and they were like, does anyone have a good podcast? I was (gasps) like, free to be Fee.
0: Oh, Kat, thank you. You You're the best. I'm so excited you're here. I thought we could kick off with my favorite question as of lately. What has inspired you recently?
1: Oh, Oh, my gosh. There's, like, so many little things that I feel like have been inspiring, but I would say, like, a huge thing is just friendship and, like, the little moments of seeing friends, I feel like life has been so busy and just like having friends over for like a wine night or like driving up to practice with my friends and just blasting our favorite song. It's like those moments I'm like, oh my gosh. Especially because senior year, spring semester, it's like this is all going to come to an end super Mm -hmm. soon. So just trying to cherish these little moments with my friends and take soak up every last minute in Pittsburgh that we can.
0: Totally. Yeah, I know. I was thinking about it. It's... Really crazy experiencing a senior spring and like literally knock on wood because we got about this far our year, senior year of high school, and then there was a pandemic. So really like fingers crossed, not asking for anything, jinxing anything here. But it is nice to be able to experience that like unwinding, and as funky as it is, remembering that helped me feel a little bit more grateful because I was like, I wished for this all throughout COVID, and now I'm getting it, so even though it's a little funky, I do want to like soak it up, as you were saying. Mm-hmm,
1: definitely, I know, COVID senior year of high school was such like a dramatic, it was like we were having so much fun, we were doing all these little things of senior year, and then everything just had to stop, and now like finally getting to experience those moments has been such a treat, so it's definitely, I think we all cherish it a lot more now that we know like we didn't get these at the end of high school, so mm-hmm it's, It's been
0: fun. Totally. Okay, well, I thought we could tell the audience a little bit about how we know each other. So, do you have a favorite memory you want to kick off with? And then we can kind of fill them in throughout.
1: Definitely. So, me and Fiona have known each other all of high school and just have been best of friends. But my favorite memory ever with her is when it's... So, today's Valentine's (laughs) Day, but Valentine's Day 2020... We went to a Lumineers concert with our other friends, Natalie and Isabel. We stayed in New York. We we just did everything. We got the ice cream. We yes. went to the concert. Oh just like, it so good. I remember we were in the nosebleeds, and we were just like sitting up there totally vibing to them. Yes. And like just that core memory of like Valentine's Day with my girls has been something I really, really cherish, and I've loved that forever. And then parallel to that is also when we went to Colorado. Same mm. group. Me, Fee, Nat and Iz. That trip, like actual trip of a lifetime, Mm -hmm. I think that was end of our freshman year of college.
0: Yes, because I remember Isabel texting us and we were all like, maybe not to speak for all of us, but I was in the trenches and Isabel's mom was like, do something fun with your friends and Isabel just looked at a map and picked Colorado (laughs) and so we went that summer, but it like got me through the spring semester too.
1: Mm-hmm. The funniest, so, like, I talk about this Colorado trip so much that my, <laughs> Emma, she was listening to your podcast, and she was, like, I need to hear, like, a recap episode of this Colorado trip, like, oh my she, gosh. she was, like, you guys seem, like, the best of friends, and I'm, like, honestly, they are, like, I'm so lucky to have all my girls back home, even mm-hmm. Elisa and Camille, too, yes. like, yeah, it's just, like, being able to text you guys whenever, and always having each other's backs has been such a light all throughout college
0: oh my gosh I know I was just talking to I was getting coffee with this sweet girl Remy today and she's a sophomore so she's Lizzie's age which side note everyone's always like you have a little sister and I'm like yes my little sister and they're like oh but she's actually just two years younger than you and I'm like yeah but she's like my baby I feel like you might relate with Megan Mm -hmm. um but I was talking to Remy and we were just talking about friends at home versus college and I was like I was just so spoiled I have the best friends from home and yeah I've just loved throughout college always knowing that I can text and gal pals whether it's good news bad news and like I have infinite support in all of you Mm
1: -hmm. it's like that tie where no matter how long you go without talking to each other you just pick up exactly where you left off and like even if we I think it was this past summer, all of us were, like, crazy busy doing mm-hmm. internships, jobs, like, all over the country, just everywhere, everyone was somewhere different, and I think it was Thanksgiving was the time, the first time that we were all back together, and just sitting down at Friendsgiving and be like, let's recap. Yes. <laughs> it was so needed.
0: So needed. I'm trying to even think of, like, well, we can not touch on one of our favorite parts of the Colorado trip, and for me two things come to mind. The first is, well, now everything's coming to mind, but I'm going to try and stick to two and then you can go. The first is like, maybe the first morning um, that we woke up in the hotel, we like both woke up early and you're like, do you want to go to the gym with me? And I was like, yes. And I really missed that in college because I had friends with the same interests per se, but like Just knowing like I feel like our cross-country roots we all like like to do fun activities together and that was just the cutest thing um and the second is our marinating like our together alone time and I still use that word regularly it's it's in the vocab rotation um but I think like being able to go on that amazing trip and see so much and like we're in this trans transitory time, like, life's kind of coming back to normal, um, yeah. and we all, like, just knew how to give each other time to think, and, like, listen to music, and smell the roses, so those are, like, two things that really stuck out to me.
1: Yes, oh my gosh, marinating, I still use that one today, <laughs> like, we, we started that word on that trip, and, like, mm-hmm. it just has lived on, and it's, like, spreading to my college friends now, too, so it's just, like, so funny to have that side, um, but I was thinking about my favorite memory. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Favorite memory was the rental car experience. <laughs> I, like, that's just now. It's, like, a flip of the past. When you, like, put yourself back in that place. We were, guys, we were in the airport rental car place for six hours. We, so we flew into Denver, and we were driving <laughs> rail. And the rental car place was, like, We thought we had a car, like, secured, and then they were like, actually, you don't. So we start panicking. We're like, how are we going to get to Vail? We, like, (laughs) try texting people and be like, can anyone pick us up? Should we Uber? Thank God, like, some sort of power of God was on our side because after six hours, we got a rental car, and... Bless me, Altima. It was, uh, was Nissan Altima, and we just kept saying the whole trip, like, bless me, Altima, because we were reading Bless Me, Altima, <laughs> right? That book for summer reading. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, it just worked out. And then, like, that car actually served us so well. We literally yeah. drove down, like, a mountain We to drove get Independence
0: to that. Pass, and now Altima. I can't. <laughs>
1: yes. Oh my gosh, that was insane. And, of course, Natalie, our savior, she is the queen driver of the group. She just... Oh my God, she served so well. On she that. was a
0: powerhouse of a driver. I'm still so impressed by that. And not not to say it's one of my favorites, but iconic memory. Is, do you know what I'm gonna say? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Natalie dropping her phone in Piney Lake.
1: <laughs> I actually forgot about that, but I have a snap memory that comes out every year, and it's like my friend my just dropped her phone in the lake and then it's a picture of her like digging it out (laughs) an hour later her with a bag of rice in the elevator and we went to go stick her phone in the bag of rice
0: and it worked thank the lord oh my gosh i know
1: oh my gosh and the last day of that trip we woke up and they were like your flight's canceled (gasps) oh
0: my gosh i forgot about that it really there were god was on our side but there were flaws for our parents couldn't believe we survived that trip oh my my gosh but it
1: just built the character so much exactly
0: oh wow i'm like i can't Mm -hmm. stop smiling thinking about it now that was truly such a magical trip Mm -hmm. okay so that ties in to what i thought we could talk about next being investing in your friendships in college so i feel like that trip was such like we made the big effort caught up after a, our first year of school. But what would you say is something that we've done throughout our friendship that has really strengthened it? And like, what would you tell younger girls in college? Okay, like you're moving to school. Here's how you can like invest in your girl gang and really like keep those friendships healthy
1: definitely I would say it's like the little check-ins like Mm -hmm. those it's so hard especially like you know me I am so bad at like picking up the phone and calling someone and so it's like just those little times when I'm like oh my gosh like I haven't talked to Fee in a while and like I text you and our schedules are crazy busy so we can never find a time to like actually call it'll be like once a month we're like oh my gosh I'm free but it's like send that friend a voice memo and Mm. be like oh my gosh I miss you so much like tell me about how your month is going, or when we, like, text in the group chat, and we're, like, everyone send, like, pick updates, pictures how your month has been, and then, like, you just see, because I know a lot of us, too, have been, like, on and off social media, Mm -hmm. like, Instagram's not, like, the best to keep up with either either, so it's so nice when, like, Isabel will send, like, a whole dump of photos in the group chat, and I'm, like, oh my gosh, like, I love this, and you can, like, respond to it on such a more personal level than as if, like, one of us were to post on Instagram and you're like, so cute, girl.
0: Uh-huh. No, I love that. I feel like we started doing that a lot last year, and that was something... So, it's also Ash Wednesday, which is crazy. The Ash Wednesday, Valentine's Day crossover. Um mm-hmm. But last year for Let, I gave up Instagram, and now people... I didn't really mean to be so vocal about it, but I think I talked to a lot of people over the course of the last year about the experience. And so a lot of my friends have come up to me this year and they're like, you inspired me. I'm giving up social media for Lent. And they like have their reservations or whatever. And the biggest takeaway from that experience was like one, you can always take pictures. Like you don't need Instagram or Snapchat. You have your camera roll. And two, I think like, putting yourself out there and like I'm so lucky you all like totally get it and you've also like had your own journeys where you've taken time off social media or wanted to just connect with your friends more deeply but I've like always recommended like you don't even understand when you're not on Instagram or Snapchat you make the extra effort to like text pictures or like check in with your friends do the phone calls and like that is so awesome and it makes your friends feel so loved too
1: absolutely I was like trying to do the Instagram breakaway for a little bit and I ended up doing it last semester I would delete it Monday through Friday because I was like trying to focus more on school and like getting my work done so I would delete it Monday through Friday and then like re-download it for the weekend and I remember like the Monday through Friday was so freeing and it was just like I never felt like the obligation to be like oh like let me go see like what's happening it would Mm -hmm. it really allowed me to like go in more depth into, like, my schoolwork and, like, actually reaching out to people and being, like, how was your week? And then when I would re-download it on the weekend, it was so nice to see, like, a little bit of feed of just, like, what had been posted and then being able to, like, go back and be, like, oh, so sorry I missed this, but, like, so cute or, like, love seeing you post this and, like, just getting, like, a little bit of it on the weekends was honestly more than enough of, like, catching up and then, like, re-deleting it on Monday. I felt like that was a really healthy habit that I was getting into and then kind of got away from that over winter break but with ash wednesday today i'm like maybe i should give up social media again because yeah everyone always says like you don't realize how much you're like not necessarily like addicted to it but it's just like how much social media plays into your life mm-hmm. until you delete it or like get off your phone and you're like wow i really didn't need that and like i feel like you are a lot health- happier and honestly healthier mentally like mm-hmm. when you aren't constantly looking at other people's feed and like what everyone else is posting and even just like seeing what other people are doing it allows you to like get a more internal look at yourself and be like okay wait I'm having like a really good day like I don't care what everyone else is posting on Instagram and social media.
0: I always think about like the inflection change and I was funny enough talking to my friends Hadley and Kate about this last Sunday but the word content and content it's the same word Mm -hmm. like and that is just mind-blowing to me like I remember that crossing my mind at some point like over the summer or anything but just like the difference between content and content and like yeah I am the biggest supporter of taking time off social media I also think like my intention with Lent this year is like what can I sacrifice and what can I add to my life that like will just bring me closer to God or like be a light to others and so like my journey this year is not giving up Instagram but I do because I want to share on free to be fee and like I want to just enjoy that outlet but I just I think it's so important to create those boundaries and have periods where like I think I want to try and take more of a Sabbath over Lent so like having Sundays be like no social media or no phone time and just like i'm not using social media today because it's ash wednesday and i just want to have intention setting um and i think you can like continue that social media break last year showed me like i can do this life can still be awesome without it and then it's how do you like bring those boundaries and some distance going forward so you can like just noticing even like wow i'm on instagram a lot and i'm like falling in the comparison trap and I'm not as like interested in my own life and how it feels versus how it looks um but yeah and I just love that I have friends like you that like we get it and we can talk about it but Mm -hmm. it's so interesting like the social media growing up growing up in that age
1: it really was like I saw something actually on Instagram the other day, but it was like my life, if I had never downloaded Instagram and it was like a beach and like just like so much like happiness. And I was like, honestly, yes. But then it goes back to like that, the duality, I guess, like how you were saying of like content versus content, because like I feel like it depends on what I'm taking in. Cause like if I'm Mm -hmm. on Pinterest and I'm seeing like so much stuff that's like inspiring me or like stuff I want to add to my Pinterest board and like, oh my gosh, like I want to like reframe my life today with like everything I'm taking in. Whereas, like, sometimes I might see something on Instagram, I'm like, oh, now this is, like, putting putting standards on something that, like, I can't mes- necessarily maintain. And so it's, like, kind of, like, trying to find a balance between, like, oh, what kind of content am I taking in that's, like, filling my life versus the content I'm taking in that might not be necessarily, like, adding to my life.
0: Yes, <clears throat> that's so good. I think the there's an interesting relationship or juxtaposition between comparison and inspiration and like a lot of these platforms can like offer inspiration um but you want to try and avoid the comparison trap which gets harder when you're like baked in just looking on social media and you're not always realizing oh this is making me like really kind of doubt myself or think like everyone's life is better than mine um or whatever that is yeah (laughs) crazy um kind of off of that but shooting into a little bit more about you and your college experience as we mentioned in the intro you're going to PT school after you graduate I'm so excited for you um but I was gonna ask you you and me have always stood out as like being so dedicated and driven towards your goals um while also like really having a balance and like this awesome social life and friends so I wanted to ask you how have you gone about working towards your goals while also continuing to weave in fun because you're so good at doing that
1: well I've had like such a good support system my family has always been like super helpful and like just my mom has always been like I want to help you make your dreams come true and like Mm -hmm. I'm so blessed to have her and like my whole entire family and I don't know a lot of it just goes back to like work hard play hard yeah so like that's, like, the whole, like, Monday through Friday, I'm, like, okay, I have to be focused on my school, and, like, my work, and then trying, which it has been so difficult, I'd say, throughout college, is, like, trying to let yourself have fun on the weekends, but then also kind of remembering, like, okay, I do still have schoolwork and stuff, and, like, the balance between, like, oh, you know, if I have an exam on Monday, then maybe I can't go out every day of the weekend, Mm. or rather, like, okay, maybe I don't have any exams, then I'll, like, spend my weekend out, so it's something that's, like, definitely been hard to, like, find a perfect balance with I would say like if I was going to give myself a piece of advice like going back to freshman mm-hmm. year of college absolutely just taking it day by day like
0: yeah.
1: one day and I'd say like every single day is different in college because like mm-hmm. one day I might have a super jam packed day where I'm like go 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 like it's the kind of day where you get into bed at the end of the night and you're like oh my gosh like I didn't think about yeah. nothing else Oh. Uh-huh. are like yeah I might have a day where it's like oh one class I'll go grocery shopping I'll go to happy hour with my friends and like come home and relax and then there's like the other days where you just have like a mix and like you might be able to like get your school work done in the morning go out at night and like I think just like I love the to-do list you've been doing too by the way mm, like I've been doing them too and it like really helps Slight. you at least like I do mine in the night so it's like yeah like the, the night to-
0: before I I'm that's how to- I do it I love it <laughs>
1: It's so helpful because you'll wake up the next morning, you'll be like, okay, if I want to go, you know, like spend time with my roommates or like go out at 5pm, then like I have to get that work done between like Mm -hmm. 8 and 12 or like, for me, I, I got really lucky this semester because I'm almost done with my major. So I'm taking two classes right now, just Tuesday and Wednesday. And then I'm working like a full time, full time. It's like eight to four Monday, Thursday and Friday. So I'm, like, on those days, it's, like, I know that I have to, like, be at work for this chunk of time, so then it's kind of, like, scheduling when I come home, like, what can I do after that? And mm-hmm. Whether it be, like, okay, catch up on schoolwork, or sometimes it might be, like, all right, I have no schoolwork today, so it's, like, extra you time. You get to a five friend, to nine. Right? My favorite part of the day. So definitely just taking it day by day and, like, trying to figure out what works for you. Like, I know sometimes people can, like, go out the entire weekend and, like, just do their, like, bang out all of their work on Sundays, But for me, I'm someone that's more of like, okay, I'll go out after I finish my work. Mm -hmm. Or like, sometimes I can just like, all right, I want to push off this work. Let me go out and finish my work tomorrow. Yeah. Totally. But what would you say has been like the most helpful for you Mm -hmm. with like balancing that also?
0: Oh, I think, well, first the disclaimer is it just hasn't, it's never perfect. And and I learn a lot through falling or failing a little bit. Um. And so I think the most helpful thing is like, my dad told me this line, the summer between my freshman and sophomore year, and it was, fun is only fun if it makes you feel good. And that's always stuck with me in the sense of like, I'm happy to push myself and like, cram my schedule a little bit when like things are filling me up and making me feel good. But you just like, you can't pour from an empty cup. And it's so cliched, but I feel like I've just learned that time and again in college. Um, also getting back to basics, I think the to-do list is very representative of that for me, but I thrive with that and I feel sometimes resistance to it and I was like I was home over break and thinking about what I could do to kind of elevate 2024 and I found all these like a little bit manic to-do list from high school. I, I cannot believe I used to like I did that stuff in a day and they were always on these little, like, mini yellow pad notebooks. And I was like, I just got to start making a daily list. Like, I'm going to put everything on the list. I'll make do it the night before because that also really helps me. Like, I, in high school, definitely struggled a lot with, like, the anxious thoughts racing mind, and it would, like, make it hard to go to bed. So if I would write down everything I was doing the next day, it would, like, settle my brain down. And I, I would know that I did my morning self this solid and I'd wake up being grounded and like have some structure. So that kind of has fed into like also getting back to the basics of like good sleep, a nice little morning routine, 10 to 15 minutes. I meditate and do my five minute journal. And I pretty much like go to bed and wake up at the same time every day. And I go to pretty much the same workout every day and that just that little bit of discipline and routine allows me to show up so much more like aligned and I, I wish I could have crafted that a little earlier I'd say like junior and senior year have been much more that wave um but also like to my freshman and sophomore year self Just compassion. And it takes practice. (laughs) Um, I had a lot of learning to do about myself, about what I wanted to study. I did not have a straight path. And I think when I learned to be nicer to myself, a lot of things started to fall into place.
1: Absolutely. Compassion is so, so necessary throughout college. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I always tell people... Um, my sophomore year of college I was taking physics hate <gasps> physics for the oh my god I
0: remember that
1: <laughs> and like the whole semester was just struggling but like was hanging on mm-hmm. my final exam I got a 40 on it <sighs> I actually so like I took the final exam and I came home and so then I'm at home and like my grade got submitted so I see it and I just start freaking out I like go into my parents I'm like oh my god I'm gonna fail this class I remember I texted you guys and I was like what's gonna happen a few days later my final grade gets posted like my, on my transcript, I got a B in the class. I was like, I don't know how this worked out. Obviously, the professor definitely had to curve that class so much because I'm assuming, mm-hmm. like, if I got a 40, everyone else probably got around that that grade. So I'm like, if we're all getting 40s, he's going to have to curb. Mm-hmm. It all worked out, but it's like, in the moment, you stress so much. And so, like, <clears throat> we, were, we were talking a little bit about my sister before, but, like, she so she's a sophomore, I'm a senior, and, like, looking where she is in her career right now of college – she has all these moments where, like, she'll freak out about a grade, Mm -hmm. and and then I always think back to, like, that physics class, and I'm, like, it's going to work out. Like, it always works out. In the end, it always works out. And so, like, that's been something that's been super helpful, especially senior year and, like, applying to grad school and, like, trying to finish up my major, just, like, telling myself, like, it's all going to work out. And, like, so I only applied to four grad schools, Mm -hmm. and they were all, like, it was kind of a reach, but also kind of, like, I had really good grades, had Mm -hmm. really good experience, and I was like, all right, like, I should be getting in here, but I was still really nervous, and my mom was like, it's all gonna work out, like, you're gonna get in somewhere, you're gonna go to grad school eventually, like, if it's not now, it'll be sometime, if it Mm -hmm. is now, like, you're gonna go, you're gonna do it, but it's like, it always works out, and so kind of, like, keeping that mindset throughout college has been so helpful.
0: I remember even in high school, like, I think junior year, I kind of started to chill out a little bit, you might probably, Katie can probably expose me, (laughs) but I had this realization I was like it always gets done I have never not handed in my work like put my best foot forward it always gets done I can't like I gotta just believe in that and I think it's also the power of mindset of like it all works out when you believe that you also like walk through life with a little bit of extra faith and like you're not afraid to ask your professor of like I'm trying to go to grad school like I think I'm gonna have a B minus I really need a B like what can I do and like you just you you kind of have a little bit more tenacity of like who can I ask for help how can I like just like keep being scrappy and persistent and I always say that like to younger girls too I'm like as a senior and growing up like all I can say is I've never Believed one thing to be more certain, then like it will all work out. And it like it works if you work it. If it, if it seems like it's falling apart, just keep trying, hold on, it will work out.
1: Yeah. I was just thinking about, so like, I don't know who said this. I remember it was in high school, but someone was saying, like, God will never give you more than you can handle. Mm. Like everything that you're given, like it's enough so much so that you can handle it. And so keeping that in the back of my mind too is like it's, I mean, obviously when you're overwhelmed or you're anxious or you're just feeling like a lot going on, sometimes it's hard to remember. But Mm -hmm. I think like when you take a step back from everything that's going on, you can be like, okay, like I'm never going to be dealt more than I can handle. So like with whatever's going on right now, like I can handle this and it's going to all get done at some point. So it's just kind of like rolling with the punches and like getting through it as you get through it, no matter how long it takes. Mm -hmm.
0: And it doesn't always have to be pretty. Like it it won't always be pretty. But it might work out better than you think in the moment when it feels, like, really scary and you get that grade notification and you're, like, <laughs> no freaking lie. Mm-hmm. But, yeah.
1: Yeah. I was actually thinking back when you were talking about the to-do list and I was thinking about myself. I'm, like, I am someone that there's, like, so many little things going on that, like, mm-hmm. if I don't write it down, I'll forget about it. Yeah. Or, like, just... Sometimes, like I was talking about before with the Pinterest board, I'm like, oh, I might see something and be like, oh, I would love to make that for dinner. Or like, oh, that workout looks cool. Mm -hmm. Like, I should do that. And like, I'll say that to myself. And then like five minutes later, I'll forget about it. (laughs) So the to do list has been so helpful because like I've started writing down, like, okay, come home from work and go to the gym. Because if Mm -hmm. I don't schedule that, then it's like, I'll come home from work and I'll like sit on the couch for an hour. And then I'm like, oh, it's dark. Like, I don't want to walk to the gym now. But it's like if I have that in my to-do list, I'm like, okay, come home from work and then one hour, just go to the gym and come back and make dinner, then it's like I'm more likely to do it. Mm -hmm. But like with anything, as we were saying, like it's never perfect. Like there's days when like I'll have a whole chunk of things that I want to do, be super ambitious with myself, and then I'm like, okay, maybe I only got one or two of those things done. I'll do the rest tomorrow.
0: Yeah. So funny you should mention that, my peak performance class last semester, which I've mentioned on the pod many a times it, my research professor, Dr. Fox teaches it. And he like saw, I had an open time in my schedule and was like, you're taking it with me. And it was the best thing ever. Um, but we did gratitude journals, optimism, journals, self-compassion journals, and you could pick to do any of the three again. So it was like four weeks of journals, um, graded on a curve. If you like missed a day or whatever. Um, but the optimism one was awesome because like, like, you would write down your aspirations like three to ten things that would make the day great and that's also like a line in the five minute journal that I love and then you would write like how much you actually got to that day and it was a kind of an exercise and like it's not bad to be optimistic and like put an extra thing or two on your to-do list um and then also like something I learned for myself is like Ideally, if I put it on the list, it's like a goal within reach. I might not get everything done, but I try to structure it where like, if I'm really like checking, like, can I do that today? Like on my best day where I'm like, just cooking through everything, would I get to that? And so it's an exercise and like, okay, it's great to be optimistic, like put an extra thing or two in there. Or like, if that doesn't work for you, just being like, what can I absolutely get to? and then maybe it's not on the list but you just have bonus time and you're like oh I can grab coffee with so-and-so um and so I love that but like everything about optimism or just like keeping track of like this was what I was thinking as you were bringing up the list again but I love doing it at night as well because it's a little exercise and like who am I gonna be tomorrow who am I becoming tomorrow and I just think that's so exciting where like you get to set the tone for your next day and like even a day I woke up and I was like, so tired. Like all I wanted to do was just go back to bed. And I caught myself about to snooze my alarm. And I was just like, no, you are not someone who snoozes her alarm. Just like wake up and it like was painful. But now my day is just like going and I'm I'm doing what I want to do. And I had that extra time to make little Valentine's day goodies for some of my girlfriends. Um, But yeah, just like, there was this line at church on Sunday but he goes life is hard but you're stronger than you think and I love that I feel like that ties everything together
1: absolutely oh my gosh there's like so many parts that I could pick up on that but like I think you just summed it up so well and like yeah you'll always be able to handle it and like uh, the to-do list just seriously do make life so much better and just like a lot structured and like even the days when I don't follow it I'm like okay that's something that, like, I can do tomorrow, mm-hmm. and I was thinking about, like, <clears throat> with the to-do list, like, for my 2024 New Year's resolutions, I was, like, trying to list a bunch of things that, like, mm-hmm. I want to do this year, or, like, more things that I want to add to my life, and it got to the point where, like, I was just, I was in my notes app on my phone, like, putting bullet points, and I, at one point, I was, like, oh my gosh, this is so much that, like, I'm never going to be able to do all of this, so I had to, like, reel myself back in and be, like, what can I realistically do, or, like, what is something that I can, like, see myself adding to my life, like, at first I said I wanted to do, like, a huge workout, like, 75 hard or something like that, and then I was, like, realistically, like, can I do that in my life right now? Probably not, so Mm -hmm. I was, like, maybe I'll just do, try and do 30 minutes of, like, any sort of exercise a day, so that's, like, I did, like, a really great cycling class last week, and it was, like, such a great day and then the next day just like wasn't feeling it so I was like I'll do a 30 minute walk it was like 60 degrees out I was like this is the kind of day I'm having and then like the next day we had lacrosse practice so I was like all right, now I'll have like this super hard workout and then the following day I was like maybe just like a nice little yoga so it's like kind of whatever you're feeling
0: totally no that's I um am doing a 75 like best for you so like kind of like a soft variation um Kayleen and I like workshopped mine together but it's just 30 minutes of movement and like it's amazing how it can sometimes still feel like a hard commitment but like 30 minutes of like active stretching like a little yoga class or a walk and like yeah just like the commitments to yourself I was going to ask because people have asked me and I've been meaning to make a post on it but we talked a little bit on it how do you like to make your to-do list like how did you start
1: okay so I I've been doing them for like a few, I I want to say like maybe a year I've just been mm-hmm. like I'd have a lot to do so I would go into my notes app and just like at first I would put down like to-do lists with bullets of like things that I had to remember or like mm-hmm. had to do for the next day and then it starts to go into more of like a structure like time by time mm-hmm. because I felt that way really helped me if I was like okay class at 8am and then if I had like a two hour break I'd be like go to the library for two hours and like set mm-hmm. that into my to-do list or if it was like stop and get coffee before my next class just like putting that as a time stamp made me realize because like sometimes I would walk out of my 8am and just be like brain dead literally and mm-hmm. just be like okay what do I do now let me just go home but if I had that in my to-do list like go treat yourself to a coffee I'd be like oh I remember like I wanted to go try out that new coffee mm-hmm. shop on campus and like it would just reinforce like the ability to like leave class and go do something other than just like coming straight home from class before my next class so I think like having the time structured let me, like, remind myself of, like, how much time I really had in my day and, like, didn't let me forget things that I maybe said I wanted to do, like, one time. So I still kind of do, like, the time-by-time to-do list. But – and then I'll mix in a little bit of, like, the – just the bullet points of, like, things that I have to remember. Like, oh, my God, if you could see my desk right now, I have, like, all these (laughs) sticky notes of, like, things that I'm, like, you need to do this or, like, do not forget (laughs) –
0: Wait, that's so good. Sorry if you hear a little bit of background noise. I think they're doing something on the sorority house floor. Um, No, I love that. This ties into something I wanted to talk to you about as well because I love your TikToks and I love your account, The Cat Outdoors, and you, to me, have always had a knack for appreciating the little things in life. So walk me through. How do you romanticize your life? What helps you? find joy in the little things has that always been the case did something inspire you to do it give us the rundown
1: okay so I remember I actually had a very similar conversation about this to my advisor my it was the end of my sophomore year of college and she was asking me like I want to get to know you like what are some things that you enjoy and I was like honestly I really like being outside and just like mm-hmm. being like I've always been super active like doing cross-country in high school like we yes. were always outside just like always moving even if like we didn't necessarily try <laughs> to, like, go for the actual profile, we would still walk and, like, have our little um, gossip hey.
0: sessions.
1: <laughs> but it's, like, I don't know. I just love being outside. And I think, like, in COVID, when you, like, everyone was just, like, you couldn't be together. So it would be, like, everyone was inside for a lot. And so then that kind of, like, caused people to go outside more and just, like, do outdoors things and, like, socially distance. Like, we would go and sit mm-hmm. on our cars and, like, talk to each other but that kind of like allowed me to experience like the outdoor world a lot more. And so I guess I started liking out being outdoors more, but I remember like during COVID I would go for a lot of walks and like, I would just take pictures of like, Oh, like pretty sunset. And I remember I looked at my camera roll one time and I was like, Oh my gosh, like these pictures are so nice. Like mm-hmm. I want to post them. But like, it was still at the time when I was like, ugh like I don't want to post them on my real Instagram. So I made like the Kate outdoors Instagram and I, oh my gosh, and the Colorado trip, I had so many good pictures, and I was oh, like, I just need to put these somewhere, mm-hmm. so I start, made that Instagram account, and then, like, I, so I went to Ireland this past summer, too, when mm-hmm. I studied abroad, so, like, I had a bunch of good pictures from that, and, like, posted them, but then it'll, like, come to a lull in my life, where, like, okay, I got back to Pittsburgh, and, like, it's super dreary right now, like, oh my gosh, the sun, sun only comes out, like, once a week, and I swear, so I still, like, trying to keep up with like the outdoors instagram i'll still like go for walks and i love to make a tiktok like a day in my life i made one last week and it's Did just you? so much fun i like, love your
0: tiktoks i don't use that i like don't always have the app on my phone but i need to go watch it
1: it's i have like such a love-hate relationship with tiktok yeah. because i spend too much time on it where i'm like oh i want to delete it but then i love making like the little day in my life or like a little recap or like i made one at the end of um December and I was like all these foods that I made in twenty twenty three and like got to see like all these meals that I made and like put them into a TikTok video and like it's just fun to like have that little like source of inspiration for myself where I'm like Mm -hmm. able to see things that like I really enjoy and like whether it be food or outdoors or my friends and just like having that outlet to post them on TikTok or like the outdoors Instagram and like even if I go like months without posting on the outdoors Instagram, it'll come like a time when I take like a really cool photo that like, oh my gosh, such a great sunset or like the rivers in Pittsburgh are so pretty sometimes yes. so like I took I went for a bike ride over the summer and like took a picture of the river and I was like oh my gosh this would be so fun to post and then also like having that like journal of photos on Instagram mm-hmm. where like when I do graduate and leave Pittsburgh I'll be able to look back and be like oh my gosh I remember how beautiful it was like over the summer and just all that those little things yeah, I love
0: your account should be shared with like Pitt pr- prospective students <laughs> I feel like you just do Pittsburgh right
1: i know i need to like make a tiktok and like send it to them and be like just send this to anyone that's applying and like they'll instantly fall in love with the city
0: yes oh my gosh i love that i know i need to visit pittsburgh with
1: you at some point we i always wanted to do we never did like the college trip to each other's schools i
0: know i i do blame covid for that because i feel like we a lot of times you'll go like your freshman year your sophomore year and it just like wasn't like, now it's senior spring, and so everyone's just all over. But, no, we'll do, we'll do a, a reunion tour at some point. I have no doubt.
1: As alumni weekends in the future are going to go so oh hard. Oh, my
0: gosh.
1: <laughs> that would be
0: deadly. I'm so excited already. Also, USC and Penn State are in the Big Ten now. Yes,
1: that's so, so fun.
0: That will be very fun. And, and I'm expecting you to wear cardinal and gold at least one time. <laughs>
1: Yes, and Q's Miami and Pitt are all in the ACC, so it's like we all have like- Oh my god. We're all going to play each other eventually.
0: Wait, that's so exciting. See, there's going to be life after college. I just have to remind right? myself sometimes. <laughs> Wait, also, something that came up for me as you were talking is another Dr. Fox tidbit of wisdom, but with like the love-hate relationship with social media at times, he gave this rule. This was for entrepreneurship, but it really stood out to me about social media, and it's create more than you consume. So I think like when you're like when I'm posting, I don't really struggle too much with like, oh what do people think of me? Like I'm kind of like, oh this is cool. I want to, I want to see this, I want to save it. Um but the consumption piece just sometimes isn't very mindful. So having the practice of like I post idly, I post idly, like I don't always do that, but I do try to be like I like a shutdown period. Like I always delete the app so it's not there first thing in the morning um it's before I go to bed like like a an hour or two before at least so I'm like off my phone too and then giving yourself a little bit of time in the morning where you like start your day with you and like whatever grounds you and then if you want to post something or hop on you can do that you know later
1: in the that's day that, I love that rule I think that's so good I the one thing part that I love about like the outdoor Instagram is that I sp- like specifically made that I made that public I made it it was just kind of like there for whoever wanted it. And like Mm -hmm. mostly for me as like a source of like somewhere to put the photos. But when I made that Instagram, I didn't follow pretty much anyone. I sort of started following like Patagonia or like um, Nat Geo or like just like random outdoors accounts where like I could see like other cool photos and just like things that would would like inspire me and like the content that I was posting on that Instagram. And so I made that one that I was like, I'm not going to follow the people that i already follow on my main account because mm-hmm. i was like this will be like like i can see everyone's main content on my main instagram but mm-hmm. this other instagram is just like it's a totally different spot and like it's i a feel like i'm posting on uh-huh. yeah i feel like when i'm posting on the outdoors i don't consume as much and it's almost better because it's it's like it's when i'm posting on the outdoors instagram my mind is kind of like, oh, no one's gonna see this. Like, <laughs> I'm just posting this for myself. And then, like, I'll get, like, the occasional like, or, like, someone will slide up in my story. And I'm like, oh my gosh, people are seeing this. Mm. So it's more of, like, an oasis over there. But TikTok is so hard for me, too, because, like, I will, like, try to delete it. And then it'll be like, oh, but I, I really want to make, like, a cute little, like, video with my friends. And so then, like, I'll keep the app. And, like, I might post something. But then I feel like, it's so easy to like go back to that home button on TikTok and then like just scroll and I, it's so it's like I have to find the balance with that one where it's like okay if I'll keep the app if I can post more than I'm gonna consume so I don't know it's that, TikTok has always been such a weird one for me because like like I said earlier I was I deleted Instagram back last semester and like that I had no problem with that like it was. Mm-hmm nice for the week but it's like TikTok has always been so hard for me to delete too because I feel like I get a lot of my information from that like a lot of my news and stuff and so it's like I'll go on TikTok and like I'll see obviously like funny stuff or like inspirational stuff and then like it'll be like some sort of news or like something about the Grammys or like the Super Bowl or something and then like I'll hear that in like a class or like some one of my friends will bring that up and they'll be like oh did you hear like this about like Gypsy Rose Blanche during, I'll be like, actually, yeah, I saw that on TikTok. Wait,
0: I think there's like there's definitely a happy place to be found in like the middle ground. You'll you'll continue to find it for sure.
1: Nothing will ever be perfect and like will I keep scrolling mindlessly on TikTok, probably but and I do have like my time limit set after like one hour it'll go off and it'll be like do you want to um or it'll just like turn off the app and then I'll be like 15 more minutes
0: (laughs) no I know it all too well (laughs) oh my gosh yes okay I had an idea that maybe we could touch on some of our freshman year because I feel like our freshman year of college we grew a lot in our friendship and some of that had to do with breakups and relationships so I wanted to see if you wanted to touch on that at all like obviously you're in this amazing relationship now and you've done such a great job of investing in your feminine friendships throughout college as well but that was a a point of reflection for myself too so I was wondering if you wanted to talk about that at all or touch on how we moved through it as friends yeah
1: oh my gosh okay so my Well, freshman year of college was just hard. It was just Mm. a hard period. Like, you are going to this entirely new city, a whole new campus. Like, pretty much our whole friend group went to, like, schools where we didn't really know people or, like, wherever we were going, it was just, like, a whole new environment for all of us. So, like, I feel like we all came into the same boat of, like, this is a new environment, a new place for us. So, it was just hard off the bat and COVID on top of that. And, like, Mm. I know a lot of us had the online classes or, like, at Pitt, the dining hall was closed. And so, like... It felt so isolating freshman year, so I feel like that helped us as a friend group just like really maintain our high school friendship, because it's like, we went to college and we still really relied on each other for like Mm -hmm. this source of friendship and inspiration and just like connection with each other, especially because we weren't necessarily getting that freshman year. Yeah. And then I also entered college freshman year with a high school boyfriend, which
0: Get
1: an event. They say never go to college with your high school boyfriend. And like, I mean, I would honestly say I agree with that. I think when you come to college, you are a new person. Mm-hmm. You're in a new environment. You're you're finding yourself in like this new place, and there's so much going on. And like, I think you can maintain a high school relationship, but I think there's also a point in which you just start to grow and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily suiting my life. And so my high school relationship had ended the spring semester of freshman year. And I like look back on the spring semester of freshman year with such gratitude. Mm-hmm. It was obviously like such a hard experience in the beginning. You're like a freshman in college going through a breakup. Like, Oh my yes. gosh, of a lifetime, you can feel so I-
0: much and your brain's not fully developed. Yeah. It's so like, it's so hard. <laughs>
1: It really is. And okay, so for all the listeners, like I, when I went through this breakup, the first person I called was Fiona. <laughs> and I was because you had gone through a breakup a few months earlier. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need wisdom. I need inspiration right now. Like, give me what you got. Yep. And honestly, like, you were the person that just helped me through this breakup so much. And it was so great to have you in my life at that point. And like, having us continue on as friends for mm-hmm. like, so obviously, we're now seniors in college. And like, Both of us being able to look back on our freshman year experiences, both going through breakups Mm -hmm. and like just the way that we were there for each other and the way that we're still there for each other now is so, I'm just like so lucky to have you in all of my gal pals. But so we're, yeah, so went through that breakup freshman year and oh, also my freshman year of college, spring semester, I stayed home. Mm -hmm. So I was at Pittsburgh in the fall and then spring I came home and I lived at home for that whole semester because everything was online. So, and everyone else, like, all of our friends from home went back to school. Mm-hmm. So, at this point, it was so, it was just, like, alone, period. Like, I yeah. had my family, which was amazing. But just, like, it felt so different because I was, like, taking these college classes and, like.
0: From your bedroom. To- <laughs>
1: it's the yeah, craziest thing. from my childhood bedroom. And, like, I would, oh, my gosh. And I was going through sorority recruitment. And it was just, oh like, my so Lord. much going on. Yeah. But, so I remember, like, this whole semester, like, it was just such a growth period for me. Like, mm-hmm. I started listening to podcasts and started going on walks and, like, just doing things that, like, brought me genuine joy and, like, trying to make my life about me rather than, like, about a relationship or mm-hmm. anything like that. And so I think, like, I honestly think going through that breakup was such a helpful thing for me because it really put allowed me to put my energy into myself and, like, mm-hmm. learn things about myself that enabled me to grow and, like, foster better relationships, I guess, in the future, Mm -hmm. but, um, I also remember after that breakup, I read Glennon Doyle's Untamed. That book, oh, Oh, yeah, all the little life lessons that she teaches in that book was so helpful, and I think, like, the only way that you're ever going to get through a breakup is just, like, keep going on, keep doing things that make you Mm -hmm. happy, like, fulfill your life with fulfilling things and just Mm -hmm. like all those little things so yeah but um kind of I remember like that whole semester it was just like a growth period for me and so then when I had gone back to school sophomore year in the fall I felt just like a reinvented woman you soared
0: you got there Um, and you spread your wings
1: it's like truly the post-breakup glow up like yeah (laughs) not only like felt more confident and just like happy with myself but I like felt ready to like experience the world and like Mm -hmm. just take in all that college had to offer me. And now like about to graduate as a senior, it's like, I really think that every, every moment, the breakups, the sadness, like the happiness and the COVID isolation. (laughs) I think every single moment of college has just like helped me become the person that I am. And I would never take any of it back. So I'm so grateful for all of those experiences.
0: Oh my gosh. Amen to that. I am looking to do like a solo series where I write a letter to, like, my freshman self, my sophomore self, my junior self, because it's too hard to do it, like, all the years. Like, I was a different person every year, I feel like. Um, But I just love that, like, being able to find peace and gratitude and acceptance because, like, you love who you've become and you love who you're becoming. And with that and that sense of meaning, looking forward, like, you're so much more able to look back and not be burdened by regret, but be like, oh yeah, like that all taught me so much and that made me who I am today. Mm-hmm. It's so awesome.
1: It's like so funny because my roommate, Kara, best friend, she has only had one boyfriend. They were like long-term dated throughout high school. And then me, like I dated like three people in high school and then one guy in college now. But so like, but she... her, oh <laughs> Sarah will always ask me, like, about my high school relationships and stuff like this, and she, like, sometimes asks, like, oh, like, do you look back and, like, like, wish you never dated any of them, and I was like, honestly, no, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like every single, whether it was a good or a bad relationship, I think every moment that I've had, like, has made me who I've become today, and I honestly think that, like, whether you have a good or a bad relationship, you come out of it, like, learning something about yourself Mm -hmm. and, like, what you want in life, and so, like, just taking notes and being like, okay, I don't want that in my next relationship or like that's a nice quality like I would like that in my next relationship Mm -hmm. and just like learning about yourself and like how what you want to look for in your next partner is such a valuable trait to remember and like take out a relationship when you're when it's ultimately over I guess
0: yes this all reminds me of the song bless the broken road by the rascal Mm -hmm. flats like just the idea of like god bless the broken road that led me to you and it's like the you is your new self and like The future partner you have and like the life that you're going to like enter into long term but I so agree like whether it's a friendship that didn't work out or a relationship that just like needed to end even if you didn't see it that way yet um they really do bring you to who you are today and I just love hearing you like with the peace and happiness about who you are today um so yeah I'm proud of you I always say too to like anyone going through a breakup and it's so hard because you don't want to like rush in and be like you should be happy um but I heard this at my sorority house the other day too and I loved it it was like we got to reclaim the narrative like it's a congratulations like you are going to embark on such a period of self growth and learning yourself and there's no time frame to that like you know if you enter into a new relationship at some point kind of shortly thereafter like power to you but I think taking that period as like frustrating as it can be sometimes especially when you're just like such a love and you want to be in a relationship and you want to share it with someone like pausing and trying to hold gratitude because that period of being single however long is like preparing you and nurturing you and I also think there's no better time to invest in your girl friendships then when you're single because they will just inherently change when you have a boyfriend and it doesn't have to be in a super drastic or negative way but your girls are there forever like they just are and I'll leave it at oh that,
1: that yes I so I okay I thought about this line time <laughs> when I was in the shower and like I told Kara my roommate and my best friend about it but I like ever since I thought about this line I live by it now but I was like you know who your bridesmaids are before you're ever gonna know who the groom's gonna be yeah
0: oh my gosh so like I think that
1: just relates so well especially going throughout college it's like you might meet these like amazing guys or like you might have so many either whether it be a relationship or a situationship or whatever or a crush (laughs) yeah or just a crush like whatever it is like but no matter who the guy is you're always gonna have like these girlfriends and like the girls like our girls from high school like gal pals, my friends in college, I'm like, I already know these girls are going to be my bridesmaids, mm-hmm. whether or not I know who the groom's going to be yet. Like I still have a lot of life to live. So, so I'm cool. like, yeah, it's such a valuable lesson or like little line to live by. Cause yeah. it's like you should invest so much of your life into your friendships because they're always going to be there for you, whether or not a relationship stays or isn't there. So yeah.
0: Oh, I love that. I know my bridesmaids. oh my gosh Um, so on that we can kind of enter some of our final notes is there anything else that we haven't discussed that you would tell your freshman yourself
1: Mm, I would say just be patient with yourself Mm. and be patient and have gratitude and there's been a lot of experiences in college where like they might be frustrating at first but I think have a lot of potential in teaching you a lesson in the end but you'd never realize it until later on yeah and so like something might happen that can be frustrating but like if you were to just give yourself patience give yourself grace and honestly be thankful for that whatever happened then you're going to learn the lesson from it like later on down the line and just, like, all the little things, like, people change, yeah. life happens, but everything always works out in the end.
0: Oh, amen to that, so true, Kat. Oh, I could just, I'm, like, excited to continue catching up, um, yes. but this is, truthfully, just such an amazing experience, also, you are shining, like, please come on anytime, I love you pushing the questions back on me, I was like, okay, <laughs> let's do it, um, but... I just, I can't express enough how much I appreciate our friendship and growing up with you. It is like one of God's greatest gifts to my life. So thank you for being you and I'm so glad you get to share your love and your light with our little free-to-be family.
1: Thank you so much, B. I am so, so, so happy that you had me on and I, I cherish our friendship forever and always and all my gal pals, love you guys honestly to my end so yes
0: so true this valentine's episode is dedicated to our gal pals oh my gosh oh love you all so much love free to be fam we will catch up soon